You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. It don't take a government force uh, to make you do what you need to do for your fellow man. Uh, Don't let society lie to you and tell you that we all need to join into one big government effort uh, and and society can fix its own problems. If we'll all just sign up under one world government, it is a lie. They promise you peace and prosperity, but they deliver hopelessness and despair. Somebody say amen. Chances are you've heard some key phrases being repeated by government officials, such as New World Order or Great Reset. While certain policies or government agendas have definitely been helpful to society, they're still at the mercy of our fallen nature. In today's message, Pastor Gary will remind you that as a believer, you have all the majority you need to help others. In his study, you'll learn that rather than big government programs, the church should be the ultimate driving force behind loving our neighbors. Now here's Pastor Gary in Mark chapter 8 as he continues his message, Sold to the Highest Bidder. the devil will tell you is to be quote unquote happy just do what feels right to you do what feels good to you and you hear them uh, 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 doctrines of devils floating around in our educational systems today uh, trying to teach you uh, to adapt to your truth well that's your truth and I've got my truth news flash honey truth uh, is no respecter of persons uh, whether you agree with it or not uh, truth is truth uh, and the, the, this whole world has lied to you and they've told you that truth is relative that it just depends on the situation you're in but truth is truth can I get an amen your circumstances your beliefs your opinions your preferences do not bear into the truth of God's eternal word amen if a lie is a lie then it is a lie no matter what reason you have for telling it amen if a lie is a sin It's a sin, whether you want to call it a little lie or whether you want to call it a big lie, it's still sin in the eyes of God. Amen. Abortion is still murder no matter when you decide to abort that baby, whether it's at conception or whether it's in the the third trimester at the ninth month. Murder is still murder in the eyes of God. The problem that we have is many have sold themselves to the bitter of self, Self has convinced you to live for what pleases you and live for what you want. And that's why many today choose to terminate their pregnancy, for example. And that's just one of many illustrations that I could use. But did you know that one of the greatest reasons people terminate pregnancies today is not because they're trying to conserve the life of the mother in in an otherwise dismal situation, but it's because of personal preference and it's because of leisure and plans that they don't want to get messed up because of the presence of a baby in their lives. In other words, they're willing to discard the life of an innocent child so that they can continue to live for number one in their life, S-E-L-F, self. Somebody say amen. Better number two will promise you control 
promise you comfort. Are you listening to me? But it only delivers misery and bondage. And you will soon find out uh, that you can live for yourself, uh, live a selfish existence, uh, and still be found unhappy and unsatisfied and longing for something uh, that feeds your ever-dying soul. Are you hearing me? There's a big hole in your heart uh, that's only uh, only created for Jesus to fit into and fill. Uh, and if you f- try to fill it up with yourself or anything else, uh, you will not be happy in the long run. It'll make you miserable. It'll put you in bondage. Amen. Uh, and that's how come sometimes uh, the daddy uh, who is the drunkard uh, uh, can uh, uh, spend more effort and energy uh, saving up for payday so that he can buy a good time with his friends uh, than to put food on his table and put clothes on his children's back and make sure his wife's needs are taken care of because self uh, has been traded for his soul. Oh, and I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty or feel bad if you've made choices uh, uh, that prove that you're selfish uh, or prove that you've uh, sold yourself out cheaply. I'm headed to the hope of this message momentarily. And I like to say there's hope for everybody. But if I don't warn you uh, of the detriments uh, that follow these poor decisions, uh, then I'm not doing my job as a God-called preacher. Can I get an amen? You need to realize that sin has nothing to offer you but death and self has nothing to offer you but misery and bondage amen now bitter number three will step up in your life if sin doesn't make you happy and if self proves to be disappointing to you now you have a third bitter step up that offers solutions for you and I like to call this bitter society society will step up and tell you well it takes a village to raise a child it takes a community to really be happy and society will try to coerce you and convince you into joining their clique joining their club paying your dues and going along with the flow and doing what everybody else is doing and if you'll just shut up and be quiet and do what everybody else does then uh, your life will be okay that your life will turn out good but the second you stand against the flow and get a backbone about you and decide that as for me and my house we will serve the Lord then your life is going to be miserable because society has no room for com- uh, for non-compliant citizens can I get an amen And but society will promise you peace and prosperity if you'll play ball their way uh, but society can only deliver hopelessness and despair today in our society we're facing a great threat uh, in the cultural mindset of America it's called socialism and it's called communism can I get an amen Uh, and it's time that we the people of God realize uh, that it's a big fat lie that's only slaughtered millions upon millions and countless millions of people throughout history and it's no different today than it was then Uh, they tell you join us Uh, Jesus even uh, the word of God and I believe it was the book of Proverbs even warned us of those uh, that would say come and let us all have one purse Uh, let's pull all our money together and share it with one another and what they don't tell you is once you sign the bottom line you've sold your soul to the government uh, and they will rob from you just about everything that you own 
gonna, and even uh, all the way up to even and including sometimes taking your life because you are of no value to them except if you are compliant with the mindset. Can I get an amen? But I'm telling you that government cannot offer this society what this society needs. I don't care what Joe Biden, Donald Trump, or anybody else promises from the White House. What's going to fix society today is when individuals on a grand scale turn in their heart from their sin to Jesus and let Jesus be Lord of their life. Because only then will people learn how to live servanthood lifestyles where they put others in Jesus before their self. And you don't have to worry about robbing from the rich to give to the poor because Jesus will raise you up out of the dung heap and set you on a solid rock and put giving in your soul and you will go willingly of your own free accord and bless those that don't have and they don't need they don't take a government force to make you do what you need to do for your fellow man don't let society lie to you and tell you that we all need to join into one big government effort and and society can fix its own problems if we'll all just sign up under one world government it is a lie they promise you peace and prosperity but they deliver hopelessness and despair somebody say amen second peter chapter 2 and verse 6 i want you to think about lot with me for just a moment do you remember lot who set his tent toward sodom sodom and gomorrah were those two cities now known as the ones that god destroyed for their sin one of their great sins was the sin of homosexuality. And another of their great sins was idleness. Are you listening? Idleness. The Bible te- teaches us this. They had more time on their hands than they needed. And because they were idle, they dreamt up vain imaginations. And because their hearts were filled with iniquity, they began as a society to cave and crumble. What do you think the devil's trying to do to America today? By putting people on welfare in large amounts and in grand scales, trying to get people where they're paid more to stay at home than they are to go to work. I'm telling you what the devil's up to. He's trying to put idleness in people's hands so that they they have time for the devil to fill their minds with the propaganda that comes across their smart devices and on their TVs and trains them how to think like a communist and trains them to think like a socialist and the idle mind. This may not be a Bible verse, but it's true and I don't mind uh, is the devil's workshop somebody say amen but Lot said oh that looks like a good place to go and said uh, to Abram I think I'll go down there to Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, Abraham just said well whichever way you go I'm going the opposite way because <laughs> Abraham was promised a blessing but Lot's spiritual condition was hindering Abraham's blessing because Lot's heart wasn't right. And Abraham knew it wasn't until Lot separated himself from Abraham that Abraham was blessed. And by the way, it's negative people in your life that robs you of God's richest and greatest blessings in your life. Sometimes you need to cut the tie and move on. Yep. Amen. That's another message for another day. What happened? Lot thought, well, there's a society that offers my family a lot. And how many daddies today 
make their decisions for the family solely and entirely based upon what improves the bottom line of their family's financial portfolio. And they think, well, I can get paid more and we can get it out of debt quicker and we can build our vacation home sooner and we can even go into retirement early if we'll go there and we'll do this and we'll do that. And in the name of a society, they will do things that will cost them dearly when it comes to their spiritual health and vitality for their family. Next thing you know, daddy and mama... Instead of being at the house of God with their children on Sunday morning, they're either in their bass boat out on a lake or they're working extra overtime hours because after all, they don't have time right now to go to church when they can make more money. And you might as well say amen. People make choices based upon societal norms instead of what pleases God. And in the end, it's not worth it. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and loses his own soul? And I'd like to ask it another way what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his wife and lose his children i'm telling you men of god it's time for you to decide what's important in your life amen do you want your family or do you want the almighty dollar sometimes you can't have both amen sometimes you're gonna have to make some sacrifices that might hurt the bottom dollar but that makes guarantees that your family sits under truth week after week that'll shape and form their hearts and their minds in the right direction. Sometimes you got to make some sacrifices because you're not just making a literal investment. You're making a spiritual investment, which is far more precious than gold. Can I get an amen? I'll never forget when my wife and I made some tough decisions early on in our marriage. And by the way, we keep making decisions that don't make good sense financially for us. And I'm not talking about spending foolishly. I'm talking about choosing the kingdom of God over money-making schemes. Uh, amen. Uh, I mean, we're talented people. We could go for and build big careers with our intellect if we wanted to. Uh, but God didn't call us to do that. God called us to work the ministry. Uh, and if God picks my place and picks my pay, uh, I'm just going to have to trust him to pay my bill sometime. Can I get amen? Uh, I mean, I'm a working man. I'll do what I have to do. But the Bible is teaching me to put God first and his kingdom first and I'm not always good at it and I'm not always perfect at it but I'm trying my best but where are the people that reject societal norms after all what has society done that is so appealing look at the mess society has ended up in when people have done what most of society does I'm telling you society will make you promises that it cannot either generate for itself nor guarantee for you We've got to start thinking outside the box. We've got to, let me rephrase that. We've got to start thinking inside the book. I think the problem is we've gotten outside of God's box. And we've thought everything but what God's thought. And we've done everything but what God said do. And can I get an amen? And because of societal norms, well, this is just what people do. Well, preacher, you can't really expect people to live like that nowadays. After all, today's different. Okay, well, is God any different? His commandments are not grievous. If God expects you to be at the house of the Lord to raise your family there, and by the way, he does, because the Bible says for us to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But so much the more as you see the day approaching. In other words, the closer we get to the coming of Jesus, the more church we ought to have, not less. But now we're shaving everything out but Sunday morning in many places. 
And some places don't do that but twice a month. Because everybody's busy and society's just different now. And you can't really expect. But let me tell you something. If you set out to obey God, God will make a way for you. Where's our faith at? God can create church norms that don't fit into societal norms that will work for you and your family if you'll please God. If you'll seek to do what he's called you to do. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm telling you this. Bitter number three has got a hold of some folk. And they're doing what society does. uh, And they're thinking like society thinks. And they're acting like society acts. uh, And they're buying into what society's pushing. uh, uh, And they're uh, swallowing uh, the lie, hook, line, and sinker. Amen. They're buying into the propaganda. And God wants you to remember Lot and remember Lot's wife. uh, Because the Bible said, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overflow, making them uh, an example or an example unto those that after should live ungodly and delivered just lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds and many people today the reason Christians think like the world is because they live with the world and they do with the world and so the world is rubbed off robbed off on the Christian and now today instead of the the world Uh, gravitating towards church the church is now gravitated towards the world uh, and we've lost our salt and we've lost our ability to influence uh, we've lost our savor and Jesus said uh, if you've therefore lost your savior you're thenceforth good for nothing uh, but to be cast out and trodden under foot of men Uh, how are we going to change this world by trying to blend into and act just like it somebody say amen be ye different the Bible said, be, be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. We're supposed to be different. We're a peculiar people. We don't think like they think because God has given us the mind of Christ. But if you think like Lot, Jesus will say, remember Lot's wife. What happened to her? She looked back, and when she did, she was turned to a pillar of salt. And many today... Jesus is calling you in closer to him to serve him, to sell out to Jesus. But you keep looking back. uh, And the Bible says, he that looks back, uh, he that putteth his hand to the plow and looking back is not fit. That is not equipped and not able. uh, Amen. uh, Not fit for the kingdom of God. That means you're not going to function in God's kingdom looking at the world constantly. Oh, but we try to straddle the fence. And many people, yeah, you may be saved, but you're not serving. And your soul may be securely eternal and fit for heaven by the blood of Jesus, but you're straddling the fence. You got one foot in the world and one foot in the church, and you sold your soul to society's whims. I'm not just referring to your eternal state when I refer to your soul. I'm talking about the reason you exist. Who you're supposed to be for God. That's why I said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might, with all thy strength. Every fiber of your being belongs to him. And, and the devil should not so easily be able to talk us into selling our soul to a cheap bidder. Society. If society ain't good enough, the devil will step up. He's bidder number four. Satan. 
You know what Satan promises? He promises power and he promises prestige. You remember what Satan t- tried to talk Jesus into doing? Uh, in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 8, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him all things, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Devil, uh, basically, the devil told Jesus, all I want is your soul. And I'll give you everything this world has to offer. The devil tried to talk Jesus into bypassing the cross. But Jesus pointed him out, called him out to be the liar, amen, that he is. He said, get thee behind me, Satan, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And that needs to be your response when Satan comes offering you power and prestige. Uh, Amen. If you'll just do his bidding, if you'll just live, uh, if you'll just live according to the lust that he entices you with. But you remember Eve, don't you? The Bible said that the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. You remember God told Eve, if you eat of the forbidden fruit in that day, you're going to die. Well, Satan comes along and says, God didn't mean that. God's lying to you. And he said, God knows that in the day that you first of all stop right there when somebody else begins to inform you of what God knows besides God you need to put a stop to that conversation right then and there somebody say amen you you know these people oh yeah well the Lord told me to divorce my husband and go marry this one God didn't tell you no such amen because it's contrary to his word and God never speaks outside of his word somebody say amen right there Satan will lie to you and tell you God said things exactly opposite of what he said. And he said, uh, he said, God knows in the day you eat thereof that your eyes shall be open and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Basically, he told Eve, now if you'll do what I tell you, not only will you be better off, but you'll be as gods. You'll be a god. And isn't that what Satan's telling a lot of people in these false religions today? Why, you can be your own God. You don't have to listen to that crazy preacher up there. And the devil will lie to you and tell you that this book is lying to you. Uh, Of course he's going to tell you that because this is his biggest threat. Uh, He don't want you to weigh in and consider what the scriptures say. Because the second you begin to believe God at his word, uh, you have trampled Satan underfoot. Amen. Uh, And Satan wants to hold you in bondage. So he's going to talk you into doubting the word of God from the very first verse which says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth Uh, and if he can get you to doubt in verse number one he can get you to doubt in the rest of it but I'm here to remind you uh, that the word of God teaches us that he was the creator that we were not evolved amen Uh, and this wasn't something that happened over millions and millions of years Uh, it's alive the devil God created us in six literal days can I get an amen church Uh, and if we don't stop come on now somebody amen me right here do you believe the word of God or don't you amen Uh, God said it and that settles it and therefore I believe it I know this devil is a liar and he'll try to get you to worshiping and bowing down to his ideology and his philosophy and his theology and Satan uh, perhaps is one of the most influential preachers of our day because he's got many mouthpieces and he hides behind all of them And he has his Oprah Winfrey's. You might as well say amen right there. And he has his false prophets. 
Amen. He has his false prophets telling you uh, to worship self, telling you that there are many ways to heaven, that Jesus is only one of many ways, and you might find a better way than Jesus. Uh, and there is no other way, but we, and the Bible says there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, if I preach it any clearer, I don't know how I'm going to. Amen. Uh, listen to me today. Uh, the devil is a liar, but he'll try to get you to sell your soul short of God's best and brightest for your life. Thanks for listening today to Pastor Gary's message on True North. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an edition. If you've enjoyed today's message, please leave us a note in the comments and be sure to share these teachings with others. True North is a part of Gary Cottle Ministries, and you can learn more by visiting our website, GaryCottle.com. Is there something we could be praying for in your life right now? Let Pastor Gary know by sending an email to contact at GaryCottle.com. That's contact at Gary, C-A-U-D-I-L-L.com. Would you do something for us too? Would you pray for this ministry of True North? We want to make sure we're following God's plans for us at all times, with courage to step out in faith and humility to allow Him to work. Please pray that we'd stay tethered to the Lord always. Would you also pray for others who will be listening to this broadcast? Pray that God will open ears and hearts to His truth, and that many will come to know Jesus as their personal Savior. Thanks for partnering with us in this way. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for joining us for this edition of True North.